I'm jumping in early, Jim. Whoa. Come on now. Quick start. We are on the road. We are literally all over the place. This is the first episode recorded outside of Illinois. Absolutely. I was in Florida once. Here we're both together on Eastern time. Okay, we have some first road in person. I like it. Right? Great description. All right. I had to put something on this. You did. It's nice. Let's tell people where we are. Where are we? We are in uh, Railroad City. Ooh. Naptown. Naptown. Annapolis? The crossroads of America. There is a polis in it. There is a Greek ending to what really translates to Indiana City. Oh, wow. I'm going to call it Indianapolis then. Indiana. Some people say Indiana no place. It's great. You cannot say that. This place, yeah. Indianapolis, is peaking. It's someplace now. It's building. Yeah. Dude, I'm enjoying it here. Great we just city. had two shows at Helium Comedy Club. It's late. Right? What is it? It's almost two in the morning here in uh, in Indy. But we keep on keeping on. Do people from Indianapolis call it Indy? Or do, is that like you? we don't like when people say, oh, the Windy City or Chi-Town. Yeah. Do not like Chi-Town. I wonder if, how they feel about Naptown. They've Naptown I've like never it. really heard. Really? Yeah. No, it's here and Annapolis. Both uh, claim that one. Yeah. Well, both of the polises mm-hmm. also have the nap. It. The nap, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Where there's a polis, there's a nap. That's what I've always said. That's my motto. So I had to, uh, you've been here for a few days, correct? This I have. is your third day, uh, crushing it at Helium, a very fun club. Uh, you were kind enough to let me do a couple spots, but I brought in the podcast equipment today. And Patrick, as I was checking in, I, uh, I had the microphones and everything, and there's like this mixing board on top, right? In a milk crate, right? That I'm bringing to the front desk, and I've got my stuff, and I'm checking into my room. And uh, there's like a bunch of people behind me and uh, the woman at the counter is like, uh, where are you DJing at tonight? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. She was like, I, I see them. Where are you DJing at tonight? And I was like, ha, 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 private event and just grabbed my stuff and kept walking. You know? Oh, you didn't tell her? No, that's really what I wish I said right there. What I really said was. Uh, you know what uh, I see there? Potential <laughs> brim. <laughs> what I was, Yeah. That's where the indoctrination yeah. begins. But it sounded so much cooler when she thought I was a DJ. And what I actually said was, no, nah, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> no, we're doing a we're doing a podcast. But afterwards, I was like, what should I have said there? What would a cool guy said? I would have just said, private event, and kept moving, you know? Which she, I'm surprised, like, what kind of DJ do you think she thought you were? Like, I mean, one for, like, a club or one for, uh, like, a family wedding? God, I hope it wasn't family wedding. Oh, no. I, like, I was, I was, I had a Jim, it was wedding. Was it she, family you think wedding? You were, like, spinning. Yeah. Like, what's your stage name? She's like, I've got, I'm doing some Eurostep tonight. You know, I don't even know it's a thing, but I'd call it Eurostep. Do you have a, do you have a, it's traveling, isn't it? Euro, Euro do you have house. a room for Flanagan? <laughs> yes, we do. But what's your, what's your real name? What do you go by in the club? DJ, DJ Qualls. DJ Naptown. DJ Naptown. DJ Qualls. We were just Someone's talking about made that joke. We made, we were talking trip. about him earlier. Fantastic movie. Oh man. Such a good movie. If you have to look up DJ Qualls, I didn't know that was his name. That it is. That guy is uh, hilarious. That he is. But great shows in uh, in Indianapolis. Thank you for uh, having me out to the shows tonight. Great city. Can we talk about it? Talk about what? The 17th most, most populated city <laughs> in the country? Oh, man. Someone's ready. Talk about this. one of the largest cities that's not on a huge river. Oh, okay. Not on a huge that. body of water. Interesting. There's over a million peeps here. What do you think of when you think of Indianapolis? I go, uh, I go Peyton Manning right off the bat. I mean, the Colts in general, but you know, Peyton, um, second best Peyton to play the game. Absolutely. Completely agreed. Um, I think, uh, Reggie Miller. I do. I think Reggie Miller when I think Indianapolis. Yeah, for sure. Chuck person, Chuck person. He's a good one. What about you? Racing the Indy 500, 500. That's a big one. I mean, that's gotta be like one of the, one of the things, right? For and sure. I don't even know anything about it. Neither do I. I don't know. Uh, I know they have a, a different kind of car, they right? Do. An open <laughs> wheel car. That's good. It's a different kind of car. Is that what it is? I it's think it's the, a, uh, the open. Yeah. Which I never really understood the benefits of. That's real. Right? That's like go-karting, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like the, I'm gonna, you're going the bumper boats. <laughs> I'm getting in this thing. Right. When you have all the options, those oh, are the man. best places, by I the way. I love those places. That is, a, nothing smells like summer vacation oh. than a, a, like a, we had Fun Time Square. Oh, that Fun was, Time Square, yes. That was what we called it. And that was the name of it. That's why we called it that. Yeah. 
go there, dude, and just get some tokens. And just spend a day. Right. I was bad at it, though. Uh, you might believe this about me. I wasn't very good at conserving my money throughout the course of the day. So, you weren't? No, I know. It's crazy. You right? weren't good with the money no, at the place where they changed the currency? It's crazy, right? So you didn't think of it as real money? They're like, give us money. Yeah. And now this is yeah. what th these are worth different things. Right. And also, let's not fuck around with the money. You're giving us $20 worth or $10 worth, right? And you're not getting right. any change back. So spend it or lose it. You need tokens to get tickets. That's it. And you can turn tokens into tickets. And tickets into airheads. But your money's never come back. <laughs> never going to see it again. They're, we're going to give you different forms of shit <laughs> until you leave. And if you eat here... You will also have diarrhea. Another form of shit. At Fun Times Square. <laughs> that was the commercial, was it not? Yeah, I think it was. I was never re really allowed to go on the go-karts. Uh -huh. There was a, uh, a kid that had a major go-kart accident when I was um, like in third or fourth grade. Oh, my God. My buddy, was, my buddy was with them on a trip. They were like in the Ozarks, right? Okay. That's where go-karts, I think, were invented. Okay. But all that like real, you know, that borderline white trash stuff. <laughs> sure. sure was started in, yeah. the, in, in the Ozarks. Yeah. Like a middle of nowhere lake. Yeah. It's right. perfect. These winding hills. Uh -huh. We should go down them. <laughs> grab, grab some wheels. Let's drink margaritas all summer. Get, get the plywood. Ah, I want to go there right now. Oh, it's beautiful there. So anyway, major accident. This kid was hospitalized. Imagine that. Like my buddy, Bobby, was on oh, wow. vacation with this family. That's and then cool. his friend gets hospitalized from the from the go kart accident. That's insane, right? So anyway, that that that, so that, had, like, that had a ripple effect of you're not going on any go karts. So I would oftentimes be at Fun Times Square, uh, staring at the fun from from the fence. You were just at Times Square. I was at Fence Times Square. <laughs> fence Times Square. I, I would be watching like, and I, I'm going to go in the batting cages because <laughs> my parents think I'm going to get killed if I go in there. <laughs> the go karts. So it really made me an apprehensive go-kart driver. I can understand When that. I go out there, so I'm not really like, sometimes even like, you know, kids will come up to you like, <laughs> right in you're like, oh, hey, I'm just out here. For the, I don't want my knees to end up in my face. We're all doing our best. Okay. All right, children. Just go around. We're all doing what we can. They don't. <laughs> Sorry. You don't know. I know you don't know the rules, but I'm to the right <laughs> because I want you to go by. All right. I know you're, I know you're nine and you think that this is competitive. Mine at home has a backup camera. I'm just out here to smell the fuel. <laughs> I'm just out here to put myself at risk for no reason. Like once you get your driver's license, I think the go-karting, go that was it for me. Yeah. Right? Like I'm doing the real shit now. Yeah. You've there's, got the there's a sweet spot of when you really could be good at it. Sure. Should be trusted to do it. Right. Maybe like 14. To 16, go yeah. out there, burn off whatever you got. 18, 21. I mean, I've gone a couple times as an adult for birthdays and such, yeah. and I enjoy it. It is fun, but it's I'm not sure like people a hobby. Listening now, you pussy. Oh, yeah. No. Why don't you get on the go? I mean, you should. I mean, I, I mean it's I, not going to be like an everyday hobby, though, right? At this yeah. point, unless you're really an enthusiast about it. Unless it's real fast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> unless right, it's right. super. Unless it's like death defyingly dangerous. I mean, they do have those places, right? They You can get in those boats now. Yeah. And you're going like, I don't know how fast you're going, but you're in a confined area and just flying around. Everyone's shit-faced. It's like that uh, the amusement park we talked about years ago. Oh, man, that place is Chris Gethard's spot. <laughs> Felt like years ago. Really did. Like two, two episodes ago. How did we get all the way from Indianapolis 500 and specifically into the... I don't know. We went to go-karts, and I What's love the it. name of this podcast? It is all over here the place, in, my friend. Here in Indianapolis, not the original capital, which I... I um, their state capital, dude, by the way, is right on the sidewalk. Unbelievable. It's just, like walking into Walgreens. Yeah, you like, can just go right in. A lot of them are like up on a hill. Uh -huh. To You know why? Yeah. Just so uh, they can thwart attacks Yeah, um, from militias or coups or foreign governments or armies. When would that happen? Uh, never. Who's going to go for Indianapolis? Maybe that's it. Maybe like we're so central that like if they get to our capital, the capital, we're already fucked, right? Like they've gone through a lot to get here. So putting it on a hill is not going to do us any favors. They have a beautiful capital. It's a beautiful capital. And it's a nice little setup here. Um, I don't know how often like the biggest city in the state is the capital. Not something I think of often. But you got it right here. And then you have um, the stadium right here. Yeah, Lucas where, Oil, one of the newer football stadiums. And they have a nice stadium of your of your boy, Peyton Manning, out there. A little statue? Statue of him doing, doing a commercial. Oh. It's, it's him, it's <laughs> it's him just... pitching products. I was like, who is that guy? 
That guy. Oh, I re- I know him from all the commercials. That's the the guy. That's Mr. Coffee. Tiny little Brad Paisley next to him in the statue as well. Does that make you feel old? Like there are a lot of kids that like just know Peyton Manning from being like a pitch man. Yeah. Like how we felt about Merlin Olsen doing stuff for <laughs> FTD or somebody like uh, OJ Simpson until the thing. Yeah. Like what thing? Uh, I'll tell you about it another time. Breaking you know. news. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was going somewhere and that destroyed it entirely. I destroyed it. No, just the the moment. So what I was thinking, you know, I, I saw the stadium and, and then it's like, why doesn't Chicago, why, like the Bears are talking right now, right? Mm-hmm. About like the conversation seems to be Soldier Field or Arlington Heights. Like, wait a minute. Those, those are the choices. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, that's it. Put it, we could still be in the city. We should have a Super Bowl in Chicago. Right, uh, it'd be, be They're not going to do it. They're not going to do any northern Super Bowls after the weather when they finally did New York. Really? We're going to keep them on the south, I think. Like Indianapolis because it's covered, maybe, but uh, just with the risk of weather, unless it was a dome, potentially. No, it would have to be. I'm saying it has so. to be a All retractable right. roof. Just put it out there with that. Uh, you know, could you imagine a Super Bowl in Arlington Heights? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's no, not normal. Still got to be in Chicago. It's not going to happen. I mean, because for anyone who doesn't, Arlington Heights is is a far out suburb. Like, right, forty five minutes to an hour away, right. and like doesn't have the infrastructure. It's like a two lane highway each way. What are you going to do with that on a game day? Right. What they're saying is, you know, well, they want a retractable roof. We want to have uh, this. You know, they want to have all that. What I'm saying is, put that in Chicago. Okay, where right? in the city? Anywhere. Like, I don't know. Where the uh, there right there what the, where the aquarium is <laughs> get rid of the shed yes knock that down <laughs> just open up the break the glass <laughs> let them in the let them go I don't right? think that's good for is that Lake not Michigan. <laughs> the aquarium doesn't just seem put them out there and that seems like such a tease I feel like they had like hey hey dolphins or what's back there the belugas <laughs> all of the them. whales that's yeah. it. And you can't, you got to pay more to get back there. It's yeah. like a, the oceanarium. It's like a strip club, it really the aquarium. <laughs> they walk in, they got the main stage and then they're like, you want to guess you want to go in the back, the champagne room. You should see who's in the, like, what goes on back there? You can, you can, t- you can pet them. Guppy to the main stage. Guppy to the main stage. <laughs> you can pet them. Orc out of the champagne room. Orc out of the champagne room. Yeah, man. That's a tease. Like here's your view. The open air, the open water right here. <laughs> I mean, is that a, is that still a thing? Like, are you, we have all this great footage of the ocean, right? Yeah. All the shows. Planet Earth, the HD. David Attenborough. Your, your screensaver can be in a, an aquarium. Balloons. You can see, are people still like, I, <laughs> there's hey, like fish slot machines. You want to go see, right. You want to go see some fish? <laughs> Let's go get in the car. Like our people, people really are doing be that. $47 please. To see and fish I, for a pet store. I'm not coming for museums. No. I'm not coming for, I'm coming for staring at fish. I think that's, uh, you know? Yeah. And after you're staring all the- at like the huge version of the lobby at Red Lobster <laughs> is really the experience, isn't it? I mean, part of the experience. You can't, you can't have one grilled up at the aquarium. Like that is, that Walk land. up to a volunteer and go, I'm going to have that one pan seared. Right. And just see what happens. <laughs> All right, dude, I think we have some momentum here. Who can stop you, right? Who can stop this argument of um, the aquarium? Like who, anyone that's like, you know? I don't know. I mean, is there science to it? You think we should lock them up? That the fish should still be, like, what's the... uh, What's the counterpoint? Like, why are they there? I don't know. I mean, they've gone after zoos, right? A lot of people talk about the fact that it is, it's inhumane in a lot of ways, I would imagine. I mean, I don't want to like cause people jobs, but is that what would happen? Like, like shut you shut up, dude. The aquarium? What are you talking about? Yeah, we need it. Like that. But meanwhile, that's great land. There's uh, some opportunity for some other stuff there. It's great buildings. Like maybe we should just break the glass. <laughs> I don't think breaking the glass is the right move. But uh, they say what we learn. Because, we learn a bunch. I would think so, right? But I, at this point, we can learn anywhere. Fill the, fill the lagoons. Fill the uh, let them out there, there and they'll go. kill all the Asian carp. You know, we should put them in the the lagoon with the where the paddle boats are. Imagine that. Like, there's a hey, lot of saltwater fish. Get in going. There. There's a just open stingray. The there's a stingray gaining on us. Like, 
this is a this is an experience. Could you imagine hanging out in the playpen and all of a sudden an orc an orca comes Shouldn't flying up? Shouldn't the fish be closer to Lincoln Park Zoo on? anyway? Shouldn't I think so. Why are they all? You know, that's that's where all the old. I don't know. There are saltwater fish, and that's a fresh body of water, right? I'm, I I feel bad saying I'm not sure that I'm down with aquariums. I don't know that they just they just seem. I get it. All right, we got someone who we're after. No, I'm not after them at all. <laughs> Let's do it. No, 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 no. You heard it first. Pat hates aquariums. So Indy, right? Notable people. Give nope. me some of them. I feel like that's what we should do. Like other than what you think of, like we had the St. Elmo Steakhouse experience, yeah. right? That's a, uh, that's something that always comes up when people talk about indie. That's well known throughout the Midwest, right? Business travelers abound. Anyone who comes here for anything, that's the, that's the spot. It's a fancy steakhouse. A lot of food shows. Like if Anthony Bourdain came here, sure. He would go to St. Elmo Steakhouse, been there like a hundred plus years. Yeah. We've eaten there before. Some of the original staff is still there. They had the shrimp cocktail, which they're really known for, right? And it is. Comes with horseradish. Not really uh, up my alley. I had it before with you last time. I didn't have it tonight, um, but it's good. Real real clear out move. Oh, yeah. It'll blow you out, right? I think it was the first time. Uh, it, it blow you out sounds a little different. It's they initially like tried that. Your nasal passages. I think they tried that before they did the um, the other thing, the hydro- hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> they were trying the uh, Elmo's to, to cure COVID. That was the original you know, they were doing the home remedy yeah. when, before they, they were, were getting the drugs cooked up. I, mean, I don't know the science behind it. I don't work for Lily headquartered here. If I found out tonight. Oh, look at you. Found out tonight. Yeah. yeah. This is the, uh, the deep dive indie, indie show, right? We decided on the walk back here. And it is. You, uh, you did learn that uh, Eli Lilly is here. And then uh, you asked the audience member what their number one product was at this point in time. Is that correct? I did. Yes. And what did he tell you it was? Cialis. Cialis. Yeah. He was real quick with that answer. He was. And then I just backed out of it because yeah. everyone had fun with it. And it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. It's I mean, it's charted territory already. It's been done. Yeah. But in, interesting podcast fodder, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the show was fun tonight, though. It was good to be uh, good to be in there. Good times. So, yeah, you, say, you got St. Elmo Steakhouse. Um you have the... Um, Can we speak to the milk <clears throat> tradition at the Indianapolis 500? Can we talk about that a little bit? That you get milk at the end of the race? Uh, not everyone gets milk. The winner. The winner gets milk. Yeah, I'm not sure where that tradition comes from. And they climb a wall. It must have something to do with the dairy industry, I imagine, here in the Corn Belt of America. The um, Yeah, that was... That's always struck me as is hilarious. Like, is that a motivator? Like, some guys probably are like, "What? I got it." Especially these guys come to the country. Like, they they love milk over there. Like, <laughs> do you drink milk anymore? These fucking Americans. My kids do not drink milk like they used to. No, I feel like uh, I don't know. Don't they climb a wall as well when they win? The brickyard is that the name of the? Oh, is that the brickyard? I thought they climbed a wall here and then drank milk. They did. I don't know that for sure. Sounds juvenile. <laughs> Racing around in a circle to drink cow juice. No, it's uh, one of those weird traditions that it's it's a good trivia question, right? If, at this point, they're just doing it for that reason, right? This is, this is what we do. This is the tradition. Yeah. You drink milk. You drink it. Why? Because the dairy industry owns all the politicians? <laughs> That's right, damn it. In 1936, Lewis Mayer drank some milk in Victory Lane because his mother said it would refresh him on a hot day, according to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. His mother was later proven to be wrong. (laughs) So he started cramping insanely. (laughs) It was buttermilk. What? Oh, yeah, man. It's got to be buttermilk. His mother had uh, leftover buttermilk. It was refreshing, rich, and creamy. You know what would refresh you is this thick dairy product. Disgusting. Pour this. This is what I use when I bake. It's got a bit of a tang, and it's been sitting out here for four hours while you've been driving around in circles. It's very thick, Ugh. and it helps your breath. It's also sour. Does it really? No. Okay. <laughs> it's just very so sweaty. I mean, when when you're sweaty and hot, I mean, you think of milk. Now I'm picturing you two percent drinking milk. That's fair. I mean, that's not what we do, right? 19 of the 33 drivers. This is interesting. For the 2021 Indianapolis 500. You ready? 
Yeah. They get to request what type of milk that they want. Really? Yeah. You ready for this? So 19 of the 33 want whole milk. 19 of them want the thickest, grossest. They want the motor oil of milks. That is the best one to drink if you're going to randomly drink it, I think. Because it is, if you haven't had it for a while, it's so, it's like a, it's rich. It's like a, uh, it's borderline milkshake. If you haven't had milk for a long time. Really? Have you had whole milk? No. In a while? Let's go get it. We'll be right back. Dude, stay tuned. This episode <laughs> is brought to, that's how bad milk is. They're trying, they're struggling so hard. They're ever taking. We're for sponsor. Got Milk is now sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> look, look for the picture of Jim and I looking like we just blew each other. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm 19 kidding. of the 33 drivers. That was not on brand, but funny. <laughs> Hilarious. And on everyone's mind. <laughs> Hilarious. 19 of the 33 drivers want whole milk. 10 want 2%. Uh, two of them wrote in buttermilk. Juan Pablo Montoya requested chocolate milk. No one requested skim milk, even though it is an option. No one wants to be that guy. Oh my Hey, look gosh. at skim milk over there. Pretty, <laughs> look. Pretty soon it's going to be, you know, Mario Vanzetti <laughs> is the first, first race indie race car winner to drink skim to openly drink skim milk openly i mean guys been drinking skim milk since the 60s but this is the first time like while they were still racing they they drink skim milk you lost to a skim (laughs) and then this is like 90s movie written all over it and the montage where you have to come back and beat the skim wait till soy boy wins Soy boy probably would be super fast. Absolutely. Like picture soy boy. Aerodynamic. Goes right through you. Svelte. Yeah. Oat. Would oat milk. And just like a pesky little driver. Yeah. Like he would be on your tail. Like, come, Kate, let's go. <laughs> just inconvenienced. Very upset. Open air. Scarf. Flying. It's just the, the Red Baron goggles. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be like, uh, there's got to be other options too, right? There's got to be almond. Yeah, milk. There's so many options when you go to the milk area, the dairy, the dairy area, the dairier. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's insane. So Indianapolis uh, blowing up, man. They got uh, Massachusetts Avenue area. Um, we did a show near there when I was here with Sebastian. Uh, Helium is right downtown, right downtown, <clears throat> right by St. Elmo's. Yeah, where we uh, what we were just talking about, and they have um, the other spot where we're at, where we ate. It's actually connected with St. Elmo's. They, so they had the shrimp cocktail there. It sounded like we were at St. Elmo where we have eaten before. Mm-hmm. Tonight we were at their sister place, Harry and Izzy's. Great spot. Great spot. Have we ever eaten at St. Elmo's? Yeah, we ate there. Um, okay. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, you just said it a few times. I was just kidding. No, you and I ate there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. You don't remember? But not tonight. I had No, no, no. Okay. Tonight we were at Harry and Sally's when Harry met Izzy. <laughs> I'll have what they're having. It's Dude, a shrimp cocktail. Here's my problem with uh-huh. the experience tonight. And I had a great oh, time there. Oh, man. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. There were four of us. There were four of us. Can we talk about this? Well, it's going to get start, into this. It starts with the phone call. Please do. It starts with me calling the restaurant. Yeah. Because I tried to make a reservation and it directs you to open table. Well, I don't do open table. Right. I just don't. I don't have the... But I saw that they're in the reservations that, that were available didn't really jive with us anyway. Yeah. They had one at like 6.15. We, we needed like 5.45. Okay. So I called there and I said, reservation, 5.45. No, not going to happen. Okay. Uh, how about the bar area? Can I, could we get a table in there? It's uh, first come, first serve. I'm like, great. I'll roll the dice. If it doesn't work, sure. there's a bunch of spots around there. Great. So I get there. And, and that was my game plan. I'm going to get there a little bit earlier. A little bit early. Meet you guys there. Just there. So we're meeting. I'm driving through tornadoes to arrive. They yes. are at the They are at the hotel also. Guys, Everyone's kind of in different spots. Jim survived a near tornado. My family too, man. They're they're getting uh, yeah pounded with rain in the ba- in the basement where they're at. Yeah, no, no, not good. So I'm so glad you made it here with the podcast <laughs> equipment. So glad sure. you made it here. I'm no, staring. Absolutely. I'm staring at my podcast equipment. To say <laughs> right, that. right. Thank, I made it too, Pat. Thank God you guys. Made it. Hey. <laughs> no. So the. Um, Sorry. So you get there early to grab us a table. Yes, and dude, these two girls were just not welcoming. Yeah. Yeah, they were not like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. They were maybe I don't know twenty five. Okay. 
between 25, 30. Okay. A little bit of a- attitude off the bat. Okay. And I was walking in happy. Here yeah. we go. Good news. Jim's in town. He's going to yeah. do a guest spot. Going to talk comedy with Mike and uh, Alex. And Alex. Dude, Good comics. Great comics. I had yeah. a great weekend with, so uh, dude, Alex. Alex Price cracks me up. Funny dude. And I know Mike Paramore. Paramore's great. Um, so it was just a, a fun weekend. Yeah. I get there. The bar is dead. Nobody. No one, no one. And the couple that I walked in behind, they did get a table. Okay. The two of them. And then for me, she's like, we're going to put you on the rail. I'm like, at the bar? I'm like, there's four of us. She's like, oh, there's four? Oh, okay. Let me see. And then they, and then she comes back and she's like, uh, yeah, we could put you at the bar. Really? Okay. So I said, I, uh, what about one of these tables? Dude, bar there's tables. eight. This isn't like ridiculous, you know? Right. Circling there, around the bar. Not like there was a, hey, can we have that table, that one table or one of these yeah. two? No, there's eight tables. Right. And they're like, um, those are reservations. And I said, well, I called to make a reservation for the bar. And you said, the bar doesn't take reservations. It's first come, first serve. That's why I came early mm-hmm. to grab a table. Mm, this is what's available. <laughs> like, looks right through me. Like, just, you don't matter. You're sitting here. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Conversation done. So, whatever. So I sat down at the bar. Sat down at the bar. And the guy at the bar could not have been nicer. Awesome. Great bartender. Great dude. Great service. Everything was great. Food was awesome. Took care of everything. Loved it. But right I was watching the whole time. You just had an attitude. I was, I didn't have an attitude. I had a fucking point to make. <laughs> you were just looking at open there tables. There were still two at least. Yeah. Maybe three. Yeah. Completely unused. Totally empty. Tables. Absolutely. And I'm in here. Spending money. Yes, you were. And we can't, our experience is compromised. Compromised. Because of your attitude. attitude. You just decided, dude, I'm telling you, off the bat, Uh I can read it, right? They did not want to help me. Sure. They were not interested in being like, hey, yeah, we'll make it work. Right. Like, what are you, what are these people waiting for? They think someone better is coming along, like some fucking, like, who's coming? No. There's no, I'm here. I know you like, are. Like, we'll, we're going to wait till your whole party's here. No, I'm here. Like, I got here. I had the flag. I'm putting it down. Give me the table. You're getting the money. There's four of us. Mm-hmm. We're here. Right? I don't get it. Were they saying, we want to wait till your whole party's here to seat you? No. Oh, okay. That was not that was not that part was of never... it. They set the four right away right away. When I set the bar, he's like, You got four? Yeah. Now we're four wide. Okay. Complete completely different experience. Yeah. Different vibe. I get that. I don't think they were holding those tables for anyone else. I really don't. I think that was the next half hour's reservations. Cause you can't you gotta stagger them, right? You gotta you gotta block schedule. So you have like, you know. Some at 5.30, some at 6, some at 6.30, some at 7, because you don't want it backing up your night, right, if you seat all of the tables. Do you know what I'm saying? Here's what I know, Jim. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I know. Here's what I know. I called the restaurant. You did call the to restaurant. To make a reservation. You did. Okay. And mm-hmm. she said, we don't have that available. Right. But you can sit in the bar. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I can't make a reservation for the bar. No, you can't. So I went there. To get a table in the bar, I understand, and saw that there were ample tables, sufficient amount. Okay, eight ocho. So I'm very confident, feeling like this paid off. Getting mm-hmm. here a little early, I actually mm-hmm. had my shit together. Yeah, this is here we go. Right, boys are on their way. That's it. I'm gonna have a nice setup. Have a nice time. Have some apps. Let's let's go. Let's talk. Haven't been out with comics. Mm-hmm. Haven't had a good. You know, I had some great setups. I did go out with comics in uh, in Raleigh actually. Okay. Um, but here you are in town. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's have a night. Yeah. Or as much as we can. Sure. We're not drinking. Right. We're fucking we show to do. Losers. Right. So anyway, we. Um, and you did. Let me say that also. You, I mean, the, you had apps at the ready when we got there. It was still an incredible experience. And not to like, yeah, take away from it. Sure. The, they were great. The food was great. But you say you want to talk about it. I, That's why I was like. I get Dude, it. when I walk out, I didn't. I didn't. I left. But I, part of me wanted to be like, hey, just see, here's the tables that we could have had. And I could have 
had a better experience here at a place that I want to love. Mm. I came in here wanting to love you. I love your menu. I love the vibe. I love the connection to St. Elmo. I like it. All you had to do is make it You're right a here effort. by the club, mm-hmm. right? When I come back here, I want to come back. Mm-hmm. I want to come here again. Right. Right. So. I get it. You're right. And. Uh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, know you didn't. I did stare at them though. You did. But as we were walking away from the bar, like, look at that table. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> I just kept walking. I mean. You were correct. It was an empty table. Is that Karen? I don't know. Maybe no, li- I don't it's know. not. That's not. If, we, if we're going to say that, if we're going to say that's white rage or whatever that <laughs> I'm not is. i saying that at all. What I, no, and I don't think it is Karen. I think you were right to be frustrated by the, the lack of service. Right? No, it's not. I mean, we can't see everything through that lens. Right. I'm just looking for a, a nice night. Agreed. Right? Here in the, here in Naptown. Agreed. Home of Vivica A. Fox. Here, here at the, uh, where Kurt Vonnegut is from. <laughs> I saw his face painted on a, on a wall. They got some cool murals here. It's just a good vibe here in, in Indianapolis. And it is. What, what Vonnegut write? Is he, he's Slaughterhouse Five? What is that all about? Um, well, you have to read the first four. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Who wrote the originals? It sounds like a horror movie. It does really, doesn't it? I don't know what it is. I am, like a am, band? I am embarrassed to say that I do not know. I know I know that he exists. Uh-huh. My buddy, um, my buddy was into him. I think he's like real smart people stuff he's but. like a craft beer of writers isn't he he's yeah. like uh, not everyone likes him but uh it's a little sophisticated mm, he's gonna make you think you might not understand vonnegut right. it's it's very complex you don't really get like it like the single barrel scotch you read vonnegut really and the fact that i even asked what he wrote someone's gonna be like you really and i'm gonna have to pretend to read this damn it this is what i've done to myself what do you think of slaughterhouse vibe like no i'll read it for sure you say it's great you're right i'll read it brim thank you that guy's from indianapolis okay <laughs> You want to talk about basketball? I can talk about that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not at your level. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know the one book, Breakfast of Champions, my buddy gave me. I think he said to me too, like this is the, this is one that you might like. Um, you know, what's that one about? Wheaties? <laughs> I don't know, man. I never. I I kind of filed him away with like Ray Bradbury. I don't know. Like I don't know why I thought of him as like science fictionish, but he's really not, right? What was Ray Bradbury? To, um, he was like, um, was he Fahrenheit? Yes, yes. Fahrenheit, okay. Fahrenheit four fifty one. I read that one. But then the other one too, the Ray uh, Martian Chronicles. Oh, I don't you ever know read that, that one? No. Oh man, I read that for school or something. Really? He had a connection to. I saw him speak at Dayton. I think he he was like one of the speakers. He came to. Uh, Dayton when I was like a freshman. Ray Bradbury? Yeah, and we like got points to to go to the the keynote speaker, you know? Wow, yeah. And I went and I was like, well, this is what it's like to be educated <laughs> in America. I have access to Ray Bradbury. I just read his book in eighth grade. Did he like teleport in and out? Yes. Futuristic-like? <laughs> he is he like a cool guy? He told me about the UFOs. That's why I was able to break the story <laughs> here on the podcast. Do you think he hung out at like a local bar afterwards and was like... So what's your major? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wonder if he does that, right? Like a, like a rock star or a comic after a show, just hanging out there with his elbow patches on the bar, playing beer pong or hot shot. What do you do for a living? <laughs> uh, you wouldn't get it. Vonnegut. Do you, when people ask you about being a reader, um, like I, I take credit for stuff that I had to read for school. Do you also? Like, I was just like, I read Fahrenheit 451. Never socially. I read right. it because I had to in high school. But I act like, oh, yeah, I, I, it's a book I read. I really liked it. Now I finished it. That's right. all that happened. I had to. Yeah, you need accountability right now, too, right? I do, as I do too. Let's tell each other what to read. Wouldn't it be good if, you know, some of your teachers still were in touch with you? <laughs> no. Giving you assignments? no. Just a couple. But yeah, I wouldn't mind a good... You've been reading uh, a little uh, Michael Lewis. I think I respond to uh, to that, right? Someone telling me, like, this is good. You got to... Oh, this is a good one. Like, if I hear that in a certain setting or way or from a certain person, yeah. then I think I will I will get it. Or may, maybe I'll see a show 
an interesting interview or I can be peaked like that, but it's not often. It's not like I have a one in the queue. Like I, I just finished this Michael Lewis book. Well, that that's going to, yeah, I'm poof, I'm full. I'm going to talk about this for a couple of months. What else about Michael Lewis? Couple I can talk about months, you know, that's years. A, <laughs> years. No, I just read the the one. I know, but I'm still. But I mean, you fine. I'm, I'm still talking about Fahrenheit 451. I get stuck on like yeah, and then you 96. you know, then I feel like I can talk about other books he wrote uh-huh. that I didn't read. You didn't read, <laughs> you know. But Michael Lewis, he wrote this and this and this. I what were those, those about? I have no idea. But I didn't read the other one. <laughs> I, I read see. the jacket of this one is what I'm telling you. I didn't see all of his specials. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, reading is, uh, is always good, right? I don't read enough at all, but I do audible. And so now when people like recommend a book to me, I'll just be like, yeah, I'm going to get it right now. And I'll just down, like I'll download it right there. You know, I'm like, okay, great. I got it. But then a few days later I get in the car and I'm like, I'm not listening to this. What was wrong with what well, I agree? Do you have the same feeling if you do get into a book on audible and you do enjoy it and you finish it? Do you truly feel like you write a book? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think you, I learn more. I think cause I'm not going to finish a book. I, I'm just not built that way. You know, yeah. I, so I'm not going to sit there. I've half read a lot of books, you know? Um, but this way, at least I'll get to the end of it. I'll listen to a full CD. Yeah. Right. Um, but some books are very boring. The uh, Wright Brothers book was the worst thing on the planet, you know. Um, and a lot of times it, you get it read by the author. Makes Never it a little more off. interesting. Never took off. <laughs> Cleared to land. Yeah, so um, that's good that you're uh, you're wanting to read. And you know, that's what we're doing here on the podcast, making people better. We're improving <laughs> ourselves. We're are we? I mean, we're up at... I thought it. we're sitting on couches in up a hotel room. Up at three in the morning. At the at the Westin here, there's a sponsor here in there Indianapolis. On our way to get fireworks on the way home, that's why I routed <laughs> the trip so I can stop at Crazy Kaplan's <laughs> right in time to celebrate the country's birthday, the Fourth of July holiday. Yeah, that's coming up, man. We're wrapping up June. How about is this the last episode of June? This is the last episode of June. Do you ever uh, get the fireworks for Fourth of July? Not really. No, no. That's another thing. Uh, other than the go-karts, the uh, fireworks were not. Local accident there as well. Bobby Rafferty involved. I don't think that there's ever, like, I've never really even, I mean, even when, like, we were kids. Like, you'd be, during the day, kids would get a hold of them, right? And, like, sure. try and hit you with a Roman candle and, you know, all that shit. The bottle nuts. rockets. I mean, it was insane, it's right? Dodging them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was never, like, that into, like, wanting to, to light them. I, I don't know. I always felt like I was going to blow my fingers off or something. Would you I guys, love watching. Did like, you guys go as a family, like, and, and lay out your blankets and watch fireworks? Yeah, we always went to uh, Ridge Country Club, yeah. which we were not members of, but it was just the neighborhood and fireworks show was there, and that's where we would go. All summer long, there'd be big debates in the suburbs. Uh, oh, which one you were going to yeah. go to? And be like, you know who's is great now? Bartlett. Bartlett's oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah. And be like, Glendale Heights sucks. No, uh-huh. Glendale Heights is really good. You should. You haven't been there in a while. It's really good. And they do them on the 5th. So you can still go the fourth. And it was like, it was. Yeah. Everyone would do that too, right? They actually uh, do theirs on the second uh-huh. or the third. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's so, there's always competing. So stupid. It's all, everything's just the same. It's really incredible to think or to see fireworks. Like they, they were around, right? They're in like the civil war yeah. stuff, that era. And they're, they're kind of like similar. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much. They're replicating that. I'm sure they've... But it's right. kind of crazy. They've been around. Yeah. And they haven't necessarily... Technology hasn't changed that world that much, right? From what we see. Fireworks been here a minute. They've been here. And they're still analog, I would I would say. Yeah? Yeah, they are still... I still like a, a good fire. There's nothing like the fireworks after a home run at Comiskey Park. I'm Agreed. I'm I, sorry. I went to a, a Schaumburg Boomers game uh, about a week or so back. And uh, they had a solid firework display. Did they do they do them after home runs? Anyone else that does it after home runs, I get it. Good, go for it. But it's just not the same. I get it. They had like the after the game, you know, firework display. And it was 90s night. So it was like fireworks to whoop. There it is. Oh, uh, nice. It was great. It was a solid combination. They did a great uh, fake out, the the mini finale. Fake the fake out? You know what I'm talking about? Where like, you're like, all right, that's the finale. Oh, no, there's more. And then the big finale. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes oh, they, I hear you. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah. this has got to be it, right? And then they pause, and then all of a sudden. You feel like you get two grand finales. 
You're like, oh, there's another one. What? Was that an accident? Was that a mistake? And then the eyes. Oh, look. That one's blue. Hey, your favorite. It's a flag. I like the purple one. I like the shimmer. This is the worst audio. Oh, mom, we're here. Mom loves those. Mom loves those. Yay. And we all like cheer. You think that guy's over there? That was always your grandmother's favorite. That was always your grandmother's favorite. (laughs) You know, you just hear all the the stuff. You think that dude's just hearing the cheers, just being like, that's why I do it, man. (laughs) Just for the love of the game. You know, I do it for that reaction right there. Do you hear them? Before they started packing up their folding chairs, did you hear that they were clapping before they put their pork rinds back in the jewel bag? Did you hear them? Yeah. They love me, man. No, that's not what that's not what they're talking. They're like, where's the cooler? <laughs> where's the where are we going? Yeah, that was good. I thought last year's was better. Felt like last year. They're cutting back. It's all the it's all lightfoot. It's all the city. Hey, if you look through those trees, you can see evergreen parks on the way home. <laughs> you ever have that someone else's were going later and you're like cool let's just watch theirs oh yeah there'd be other ones yeah. what time does it start <laughs> yeah I like a good fireworks show I mean you gotta the kids the kids love it man they, they do they really do I could see that you might not be one uh, go to too many of those rib fest maybe do they have uh, all of them do fireworks all of them do and then you have fireworks every night of the summer they're just everywhere yeah. all the time all the time now. yeah Anyway, he was like, I don't even know who was lighting those off. They were just there in the distance. (laughs) Um, Hey, we got a great review. Yeah. Read that. out. I want to read this bad boy. Uh, Is it a bad boy? (laughs) (laughs) What else about Indianapolis? Well, I can uh, Can stall for a stall. I'm a host at heart. Right. We could talk about Hoosiers, Finkel Fieldhouse, Butler, Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Steak and Shake headquarters. Steak and Shake headquarters. I think I saw that on like Google Maps. I would believe that they're right here. I never, I've never had any idea where Steak and Shake would be headquartered. Did we talk about Mark Summers being from here? We did not talk about Mark. Oh, we've talked about him in the past, but not that he's from here. Dude, let me tell you a quick Mark Summers story. Quick Mark Summers story. This is what happens when you look into a town right. and you really start clicking. Dig right? through the rabbit hole. So he's one of the people from here. You mentioned Vivica Fox. Vivica I also Fox. saw Mark Summers on there. Host of Double Dare, right? Uh huh. You win this, remember? <laughs> We're gonna come over here, reach up the nostril, find the flag, and you win this. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> a Huffy Bike. Game Boy. Dude, there's, they were in a video with like some, uh, a band that we all know. Oh man, I came across this too. They did a family double dare theme video, like a Blink One Eighty Two or somebody. Okay. Anyway, okay, you can check that out yourselves, or maybe Jim will come up here as I ramble about this other thing I clicked on, <laughs> which was Mark involves Mark Summers, Burt Reynolds, and Jay Leno. That, that doesn't is. sound like something that we want to talk about. It's an MFK, isn't it, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so the um, the the Mark Summers, Burt Reynolds, Jay Leno, Mark Summers is on the Tonight Show. And Burt Reynolds is on the couch. He was the previous guest. Nice. And this is a whole story. This thing like blew up. It's like part of the Leno. I was never like that in the Leno. Okay. I don't know the history of like the big moments. I think of Hugh Grant, that, sure. you know, but I guess this is in there, the pantheon of great moments oh. or, or notable moments. They got in, like a legit fight. Burt Reynolds like threw water on him. Like if you watch it, it's awkward. And Mark it's Summers? Not, and it's not staged. Mark Summers has like gone on to talk about this. They never met again. He hit him and like kind of got hit with a mug. Really? Mark Summers threw uh, water on him too. Like, dude, they, it was, it's awkward. It's, that is very awkward. And at the time, I think, you know, it's like something that would have gone viral. Like what? Like what the hell? Like, I guess America took notice of this moment. Sure. For whatever reason. I don't remember this at all. I don't know if you do. No. Or I maybe mean, some of the brims do. Someone's got to, right? I mean, there were five shows to watch then, right? Everyone's watching right. Leno at that point, I think. Or Letterman, obviously. But not a ton of options. So this is a ton of eyes on it, right? That's yeah. crazy. So what prompted it? Do we know what pissed Burt Reynolds off so much? I think he was going through a, well, he blamed on his, he was going through a bad divorce. Ah, well, that'll happen. Yeah. 
Which one was this? He blamed it on he was uh, he and Lonnie were treated poorly on Family Double Dare oh. by Mark Summers the previous wow. time they met. So, but they almost got into a fight on the Tonight Show. Yeah, this almost turned into a physical challenge. It did. It was almost a. And you win this. <laughs> a black eye, <laughs> courtesy of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> How is that? I mean. We were and we were just like, thank you. This thank you for putting this show out there. This is awesome. This is the best. This is the best show ever. Dude, remember Double Dare? Swept America. And they would like they're like they knew they had something because they would do like primetime specials on, you know, Sunday at seven. Mm-hmm. My family would sit down together to watch Double Dare. Because we didn't have Nickelodeon. So they'd put it on, you know, broadcast to whoever owned them. Did you guys Lion wear matching matching colorful we did. sweatpants? We did. And put them on? We did. I'd slide through a whipped cream <laughs> slide, a banana split. You could recreate the double dare experience when you did laundry and we had to get the fabric softener. <laughs> you had to look for, it's like looking for the flag. You take it and put it up your shirt and run out for, for more quarters. Oh, that's genius. I can't believe I watched that show. I can't believe it. I want. I, I wish I could go back and t- grab the remote and like, dude, dude, come on. <laughs> what would you watch instead? Enough of this. What are you going to put more Matlock on? I don't know. Maybe what I was... just. What, what, what if I just went outside? <laughs> what are you going to read Vonnegut? <laughs> like a weirdo? I'm going to read the first four Slaughterhouses. <laughs> Slaughterhouse three was the best. It sounds like a movie with a, a murdering ski mask guy. Danny Trejo has to be in this at some point, right? Slaughterhouse five. Yeah, I think that I was misled by Vonnegut's titles. I think that's part of it. What is it even about? It says, and that says something about children, so I don't really know anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Anyone who's uh, read before is like cursing us out for being morons. Maybe we were right. As per usual. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. It's a science fiction infused anti-war novel published in 1969. Oh, really? Nice. Well, hey, man, we can't be expected to know everything. We're traveling around the country trying to produce a, an award-winning podcast that has a great review that you were going to read. Yeah. Right? Uh, flashback Stories. This is by Lisa Basora. Guys, I think you are hysterical. Feels like other people don't agree. And she's... <laughs> guys, I don't know what they're talking about. She's defending I think you're us. great. Defending us. With the- Pat, uh, when you talk about your kids, I can relate. I also have a Josephine, a.k.a. Josie, that is almost 12. One thing that keeps me laughing is the toll booth baskets and the Easter baskets. Owen, oh, your Costco run on Instagram. Counting waffles until Christmas. Lisa from New Jersey. Oh, that's so nice. That was real nice. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa, for leaving us a five-star review. And hi to Josie. What a beautiful oh, name. Great name. Feel like we copied off you? Yeah. Our Josephine is only nine. And there's this 12. Yes. This Brim had a three-year head start with the name Josie. They really did. Well, thank you for leading the way. What a great review. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah, everyone else can review us as well here on the Weston episode, <laughs> Indianapolis. On the old Weston review line. Ep- episode 87, yeah. the year that the Hoosiers won the Ooh, NCAA title. The Tommy Waddle. Shout out to Steve Alford. Steve Alford. And Keith Smart. Steve Alford also just retired from broadcasting. Steve Alford. No, that was Marv Albert. <laughs> it was the wrong. Different guy. Ooh, a facial. And it counts. Dude, Marv Albert had a uh, bit of a weird situation Ooh. at some point, but then came back. It was before the cancellations. He got he, he was ahead. Of, he was like, "I'm gonna get my me too out of the way." Ah, yeah, it was not good. But he, um, but somehow only a couple of years away from the NBA, and then came back. He was huge in the NBA, like the, the Jordan years. Like he's the guy that he, Michael Jordan is like shrugging at. Like he was yeah. uh, every part of every. I was never, never like taken by him. I was no? like never thought like. Man, we need him. This guy's yeah, awesome. Right. He's irreplaceable. Right. Marv Albert, no one can do it. Yes, like. and it counts. Yeah, you love it? No, I don't. But it's funny you say that. You're like, no one can replace him. Uh, but someone could, right? Isn't his brother, Steve Albert, like another yeah. great broadcaster? You're right. There was no need to like have Marv. I mean, there was someone who almost even sounded like him at the ready, right? There's so many good broadcasters Absolutely. out there. Right? But people do get... They want to be used to someone. They want to get, right? They want America comfortable with someone. Is that what it is? Is yeah. that why we always see retreats? So I always thought it was like kind of strange, right? What, um, that he came back after he, he was able to survive. I guess they didn't get uncomfortable with him. I guess not. When That's he was, interesting. I don't, even, I don't even remember the allegations or the 
But there were, yeah, I don't want to. I mean, there was there was butt biting. I don't make, <laughs> I don't want to make light. Of, no, but no, was, I'm, right. <laughs> I just remember there were jokes at the time. Yes, but you may, you you look back and like now you're like, oh, you're not supposed to do those. Some of those are. I don't know because I don't know the the of details. Course, nor do I. I do remember that that was one of those things that was it was probably what was that ninety three ninety four, probably twelve thirteen years old. That was like when I was I was getting all of my news from late night, from you know Inside I mean? Edition, from uh, no from the Lenos of the world, right? And and so I'm like I'd like work backward, and I also didn't understand you know what was happening section i'm like why would you just bite her ass i don't understand you know and right i wasn't i was like trying to figure comedy out and trying to figure out sexuality yeah it was uh really an inside look to your growing up days that yeah, was a weird thing to say no, no I, I think I, it's beautiful <laughs> why is that that's you're getting you were getting your news from that in a, in a current affair no i think <laughs> Remember that? To say that. Remember better? that triangle flying in, <laughs> current affair. I was like, "What is this?" That was like, that's the start of the decline. Yeah, shows like that. What were they talking about? That sounded like that was real sensational stuff. They would kind of give you some sort of. Was it like a mystery? No, it was just kind of like the news, but but strange. Who who cares, dude? Who cares? Review us. Subscribe. We're going to wrap this up. It's late here in Indy. We're on Eastern Standard Time. Jim. We are. We got to close it out. Too much here. Too much fun in the capital of the crossroads. It's good times. Of America. But I like doing the uh, out-of-town episodes. I like yeah. a little bit of a theme. There you go. And, hey, we'll be back uh, in Illinois next week. And I will be at CG's Comedy Club in the Bolingbrook Promenade Friday, July 2nd. Nice, man. I am off. I'm going to uh, close out June with the family. And a boy. Looking forward to that. Happy, will we be here before the 4th of July? Do we say happy birthday to to the country? And happy 4th to everyone? I think we do. Happy Independence Day. You got it. Enjoy it more than ever, right? We're getting uh, more freedom. I mean, come on. Can't take it for granted. That's it. For granted. Freedom. Paint your faces. Paint your face blue. Bravehearted up. Let's go. Red, white, and blue. All three of them. America. Thanks for coming to Indy for this, Jimmy. Thanks for having me, bud. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you, Brams. Goodbye.